Well, the one that you were using was 15 years old too. So <laughs> yes, it was. And yeah. one of the teeth were missing. Uh, oh, so I remember I, I was shaving and then like, and this was like during one of the, the, the sped up moments I was shaving and I looked, there was like a, a canyon of, <laughs> you know, hair missing. I'm like, what right, the right, fuck right. happened? Because the teeth, the tooth the tea. there was missing. So five, four, three, Two and one. What? Hello, world, is a song that we're singing. Come on, get happy. Come Ladies on, and gentlemen, mesdames, messieurs, bienvenue, welcome to the happy hour. Hey, listeners, it's been a while, hasn't it? Oh <laughs> man, there's there's so much to 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 not get into. There's there's no controversy whatsoever. <laughs> with the Habs going on uh, this past week. And so it's going to be a very boring episode. My name's David Auger, and I'm at MetalDave02 on Twitter.com. I'm joined, as always, by Veronica. I'm at C-H-I-L-E underscore Pepper on Twitter. And Beth isn't here because the schedule does that. Though we may be seeing more of Beth in the future because of other things that have occurred. Look forward to that. To all of our Beth fans, who's everybody that listens to the podcast, so she has a lot of fans. She'll have yes, she does, yes, and she'll she have uh, much more flexibility in her schedule mm-hmm. for us. So we're yeah. happy about that. Yeah, and I'm the guy that's messing up the schedule on Mondays because I have a skate clinic to go to, and that's my reason. I'm yeah, skating around on my skates, and also the Habs playing on Mondays too screws us up. And the Habs. The Habs messed us up as well. I think last night was the first game since the season started that I couldn't watch. You know, and I'm lucky right. in that regard. But Monday nights are now where the when the skate clinic is. So anytime there's a game on Monday night, I'm going to have to catch it today, which I did today. And I watched the whole game. <laughs> it was a pretty good game. If the Habs lost that game, I would not have been upset. No, they were playing well. But when they lost that game on Saturday against the Senators, I was upset. And I didn't enjoy that one bit. I want to say why right now. There sure. is a, there, there is an A team and a B team. And it seems that whenever a game day happens, you can flip a coin and you have no idea which team you're going to get for reasons A, B, and C. Well, who knows? Just it's... The inconsistency of the team's good play is worrying to me. It makes me upset, and I don't like it. Well, I think that it's, uh, you know, and it's the same kind of inconsistency that occurred under Claude Julien, but... um, Interesting, that. Right, but I have, I have, I, I have faith in Dominic Ducharme. Like he's being second guessed all over the place by Habs Twitter, and it's just like at this point, maybe trust the guy. You know, um, mm-hmm. Saturday's game was even. I was mad. Yeah, I was and you're mad never mad at the Habs except that no. other game like three weeks ago. Because like you, you, I mean, obviously other teams have lost to the Senators, but you can't lose to the Senators. It's like last year with Detroit. Yeah. Um, it's, um, and also before the Sens game, Craig Button came out and said it two words, beat Ottawa. 
there are no excuses or something like Craig. Button, did we pay them? Did we play them twice last week? Yeah, we 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 almost shut them out last week, but then Lekkonen got that call, and they scored right. on the power play at the end of the period. Yes, Lekkonen. Who knows if he's going to be a hab for a while? We really don't know because so much has changed since everything. Lekkonen's the big trade, you know, bait person. And it's like, mm, I'll miss Lekkonen, but at the same time, mm, I'm not going to lose my mind if we lose the poor kid. Yeah, I do I'll like miss him. him. He's so, he's, I, I enjoy watching him so much. He's such mm, a, like, mm. just a wrecking ball. Mm-hmm. But, uh, and it's such a pain in the ass. Such a pain um, in the ass. But yeah, well, we'll see if any of that comes true because nothing happens until Mark Bergevin says it does. Exactly. So, um, so with that in mind, I'm sorry, what? I'm a little sick and tired of rumors. Yeah. I hate them. They're, I hate they're, them. They're worse even, they're more worse this season. And I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, getting, I'm getting sick of this season. So yeah. sick of it. Yeah. I'm... I'm I'm beyond words at this point because we don't know what this team is because they can't practice. It's it's and I said it in in one of the the episodes prior like maybe a month ago where I said Ducharme is is he's flying off the seat of his pants every yeah. game. He has like a scrambled practice beforehand. And if anybody gets injured, you know, like we're going to talk about this week, um, or on this episode, if anyone gets injured, you have to switch up lines. These guys are going to be playing together for like an hour's worth of practice. But if you've ever watched one of their practices, I mean, if if they're on the ice for an hour, they do like maybe ten yeah. drills, <laughs> and then you know it's 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 not it's not like they're they're sitting there for four hours, you know, figuring out everybody's intricacies. Yes. You know what I mean? So it's such a it is such a a a poor a poor thing. And I wish that this season was like a, a regular season, 82 games spaced out, so that we, we could actually do. see what this team could be. And I'm worried. I'm not saying it's just one of those things in the back of my head that I can worry about. I'm worried that they might find another coach and Ducharme will get put into the assistant role again. And we won't truly know what, what, what could be like, I like this roster a lot. Eric Stahl is not going to be around next year. Corey Perry is not going to be around next year. And that makes me, uh, that makes me very angry. Yeah. Well, we get what we get. I was actually just thinking that last night after last night's game, which we'll get mm. to, yes. but it was so exciting to see them get that win after losing bodies and a pretty important one. Oh, yeah. So in last night's game against Edmonton, and the Habs have been playing Edmonton pretty well, honestly, yes. uh, according to my spreadsheet, <laughs> the Habs have only lost one game against Edmonton and it was a shutout. Um, against them. Uh, right. It was the first shutout, I think, that the Habs suffered. I might be wrong. No, I'm not. Yeah, yes, I, I am. I'm so wrong. It was their second shutout. Yes. Their first, we'll shut them out. Their first shutout came at the hands of Calgary, and that was like their first loss of the season, and we were like, oh, no. Well, there's the one bad game. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> and then the very next game, they lost against Ottawa, and we were like, oh, okay. Yeah. Here we go. Yeah. 
here we go. The pain can start. So uh, the Habs play Edmonton really well. Uh, uh, over the course of the season so far, 15 goals, four, seven against. So, I mean, they just, they score against Edmonton almost at will. Um, and they shut down Connor McDavid. Yes, they do. And that is, that's the thing. And they were talking about that on the broadcast last night, y'all, Pierre LeBron and um, the other two folks. I can never remember their names because <laughs> I really like Pierre. And poor Pierre, he, he needs to get somebody to work on his hair when he's working from home because it's just, <laughs> it's all over the place, the poor guy. Love you, Pierre. I know you listen to the podcast. Yeah. Hi, Pierre. <laughs> Hi, Pierre. Great guy. <laughs> Love him. Um, let's see. Uh, so the Habs right now are 4-1-0 against Edmonton. Awesome. That's awesome. Great. Um, yeah. If the Habs win once more against Edmonton, uh, they get like more than half of the points that they can against Edmonton. And to me, that's really good. If you get over half of the points that you can get in a regular season. Yeah. To me, that's playoffs. <laughs> um. Vancouver, they killed, you know, so even yeah. if they do poorly against another team for whatever reason, uh, the points that we got out of Vancouver are just, you know, they carry over a bit. They're huge. They're and huge. also, please, let's not forget that the teams above, they have games in hand yes. somehow on everybody. Well, the week on off. the teams ahead of them. Yeah, because well, the, the week, week off. off. Yep, but, yep. but um, I mean... Toronto had a week off, but that was a bye week. Yeah. But yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know how the math works, but it's it's all very encouraging. And if they're able mm -hmm. to get gain those points on those teams ahead of them in the standings, that's playoffs. Yeah, it's playoffs. I mean, they, they are. So that's another thing. So, okay. The Edmonton game. Unfortunately, freaking Romanov. Freaking kid. Jerk. <laughs> how dare he? Takes a shot on goal. Gallagher happens to be there. Gallagher got the worst end of that. And surprisingly, shocked to hear that it was his hand. Not yeah. his hand, actually, his thumb. The last possible thing that he hasn't broken on his hand <laughs> is his thumb. Poor Gally. And that sucks. So he goes out in like the first period he's gone, right? And Gallagher, there's, there's nobody on the roster, literally, that can replace Gallagher. There's no way. No. The closest, I would think would be either Lekkonen, because he's a wrecking ball, but mm -hmm. Lekkonen doesn't produce like Gallagher does, no. and Byron, who's also like a wrecking ball when he wants to be. Because, he was great last night. Yeah. so the, flying around. Yep. Yes, he was. The thing with um, with Gallagher is that his forecheck is so important for Tatar and Deneau, especially, that he puck goes in, Gallagher's going to go for the board battle. He's going to get it. He's going to exhaust himself in about 25 seconds and then leave and rest up again and then, you know, yeah. go back out there. And that's his role. So we're there's no way they can replace that. And I don't, there's, I don't think they're going to put like Lackanen up there. They put Byron up there a little bit in some, in some shifts last night. Yeah. Um, not that, I mean, it's not that it looked bad, but it wasn't the first line that we've all come to know and appreciate, unfortunately. You have to really tinker because mm -hmm. replacing Gallagher is not easy. No, it is not like, easy. It's just, you're going to have to try everything. Um, but in today's practice. Yes. They had KK up there on that first line on the wing. On the right wing with Deno and Tatar. And everybody <laughs> hated it. 
but Kotkaniemi. <laughs> exactly. Said, I like playing right wing. I actually don't <laughs> like playing left wing, and it's an honor to play with those two guys. And everybody in the Habs Twitter sphere lost their collective minds. I had to shut my app down. Oh my god! His <laughs> his his uh, his development's ruined. It's over. There is no god. No masters. And that's what it sounded like to me. Holy Christ. Yeah. He, I had to shut it down. And it's like, if he plays remember how, uh, go ahead. Everybody was whining about how he was um, on the fourth line with, I think Byron and Lekkonen or on the third line with Byron and Lekkonen last weekend. And everybody lost their collective shit. And what do they do in the first 15 seconds as a line together? They scored. Score they got. They were the most prolific line out there. Got you a job put, to do. Just do it. This is a good thing for the Habs. You put KK somewhere. Excellence follows. Excellence follows. Excellence. And um, why wouldn't you want to put Byron and Lekkonen in with 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 KK? For God's sake, you got Byron's speed. You got Lekkonen being Lekkonen, and it's just it's there's you you, you don't lose. And that's the thing. Yeah. We, we won the game last night. I know. We won. <laughs> we finally won in overtime. Yes. And we're going to talk about that for a second. Eric okay. Stahl. Eric Stahl shot the puck and it went to the net. Shocking. It was bench. so beautiful, too, how he flew around. What a freaking shot. Yeah, it's just a perfect shot, and it's just, it's the it's the one thing for some reason that the Habs have been missing in overtime this season. Uh, they don't shoot; they 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 no. play around with it in the neutral zone, which is fine. If if Connor McDavid's on the ice, they're like, we're not going to fuck around with this guy. We're just going <laughs> to keep passing until he gets tired, and that's yeah. essentially what they did. But it's it, it, in every other overtime, at least under Dominic Ducharme. Um, they play around with it and they do not mind playing the puck back if the play's not perfect. And I can appreciate that on 3v3, but god damn, you gotta find a way to actually shoot the puck at some point. And Eric Stahl said, you know what? Fuck you guys. Shot it and scored. They haven't had what that. What a snipe. What a snipe. So good. And Eric Stahl's game last night, people said... Uh, broadcasters, you know, Brian Mudrick and Mr. Mike Johnson. Um, they were saying he was taking short shifts and he was feeling it out. That's Good. fine. Yeah, great. Fine. I mean, just imagine him, you know, sinking even more into the, what, what the Habs are trying to do uh, this season. I can't wait to see what would happen. And it's like, if you, if you have someone like Eric Stahl on the team... You want him in the lineup. Because another reason, like something people were complaining about with moving KK to the wing is that he won't be taking face-offs. Well, now you got Eric Stahl taking yeah. face-offs. The Habs had a 65% success rate on the face-offs last night against Edmonton. We haven't had a 65% face-off rate against the any team this season. And, we and just Stahl himself had a 78%. Yeah, the guy's an expert. <laughs> Yeah. He's better than Believe KK it. on the face-off. Begging for face-offs for years. Yeah. Ever since Manny yeah. Malhotra left. Yes. Honestly. Like, Mal be left. like before Mal, I mean, after Malhotra, 
who took oh, plucky of course plex yeah plex did and and yeah god bless plex we god all bless love, him god bless that amazing man <laughs> um he doesn't tweet very often but when he does they're uh, just gems he's just a, it's we could write a song about yeah. every one of plex tweets whenever <laughs> he does it it's just, they're so perfect um but yeah the whole let kk play on the first line let him take the assignments the tough assignments against um other teams it'll be worth it and like the thing is even even against Edmonton and McDavid Dano was shutting him down Eric Stahl was shadowing him it just every every line assignment that went out there if McDavid happened to be out there they played him that's it I think the guy had like two shot two three shots last night yeah. McDavid against the house it's like that's that's unheard of did you happen to notice last night speaking of McDavid and was his single shot? And mm. it was in, it was, I think it was an overtime. Was it an overtime or in the third period? He had a single shot and I tweeted it out. Wow. McDavid finally got a shot and everybody was like, Oh no, don't jinx it. I'm like, I think we'll be fine. He's hasn't gotten a shot against Shea Weber all season, but did yeah. you happen to notice the three stars of the game that Michel Lacroix announced? Oh. Shea Weber. Mm. Corey Perry. Mm-hmm. And Mark's Eric Stahl. Yeah. Yep. It's like collective of 98 years old or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Right? That's a lot. That's a lot of <laughs> hockey experience there. That's a lot of hockey. <laughs> so that's anyway. Connor McDavid uh, and his single shot. Yeah. They I'm know. just glad that he didn't take a headshot last night. Yeah, excuse you. Deliver Connor a headshot. Jesus yeah. Christ. Leave KK alone. I'll He's forever. a child. <laughs> literally. Tall he child. is. Um, I think he's an adult now. Yeah, he, he's he's closer to an adult now for sure. Um, <laughs> if there was anything with the lineup that I would want to take a look at is that I would want to put Perry on Eric Stahl's wing. You put those two guys together, they've grown up essentially in the same era of hockey. And I think yep. that'd be interesting to see. We'll see, though. Who knows? We'll see. It's going to be interesting. Is it uh, Toronto tomorrow night? Oh, yeah. We're going to have a great time playing against the goddamn Maple Leafs. <laughs> Freaking A. That's, um, it's, it's the Maple Leafs attention. and surprisingly Calgary that the Habs have not done well against this year. Calgary, mm-hmm. the Habs are one in three. And um, and with Toronto, uh, Toronto one two and one, one so two and one. It's almost practically the same uh, record yeah. against both teams. But um, Calgary, looking at my spreadsheet, Calgary is is like our worst team right now. We won once against them January twenty eighth, and we have lost wow. every single game against them since. Okay. And funny enough, at the end of this month, we will have played all the games that we need to against the Flames. Great. Our our last game against Calgary is on the 26th of this month. So that's the other thing with this schedule. This is the hardest schedule, apparently, that the Habs have ever had to play in their long and storied history. Yeah. For sure. 26 games in 44 days, whatever, whatever the count is, it's it's pretty. it's yeah. like four four games every week. That's what they say. Yeah. That's a lot of games. Well, and we're doing it 
without Gally for how long? Mm-hmm. Do we know? Don't know yet. They said weeks. Weeks. A fractured thumb. I heard Eric Engels this morning ask if he needed surgery, but they didn't have an update. They didn't have an update on that. So we'll see. That sucks. That sucks. So Gallagher's probably the way they rallied. Sorry. The way that they rallied last night from being down two nothing in a game that they were playing better. They were in it. it. Mm -hmm. But so then they lose him. And then that second goal goes in, and both of them were at the end of periods. One of them was at the um, was at the cost of a power play. Which, when you're talking about Edmonton's freaking power play, it's like, yeah, they're they have a good power play with the people on that yeah. on that team. That's gonna that's gonna happen. Mm-hmm. Um, that sucked. And then the um, yep, at first and second period, it was like the final minute of both periods. They were able to squeak them in. The one was uh, one of those ones that uh, that Price definitely hated. He he had it like it was only him and Darnell freaking Nurse. That's what it was, yeah. and it beat him glove side. And you could see Price. He was like son of a bitch, so, son of a bitch. Yeah, and, but he um, made some beauty saves last night too. Yes, and he did. He did. Um, and so about Price, he's not playing tomorrow. There's a possible that Allen may play back to back. He'll have the game yes. against uh, Toronto, and then he'll have the game against do, 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 the Jets the night after. Okay. That's a possibility. Uh, Primo, Primo was uh, called up and uh, to the taxi squad. So the official goalie tandem right now is Allen and Lindgren. And they decide possibly to play Allen twice. Yeah, let's do that. Okay, Chucky. <laughs> Poor Charles. <laughs> I I have nothing against Charlie Lindgren, but we need wins. And Alan's the dude right now. Alan's such a dude. Oh my god. Good for And him. oh yeah, he's such a dude. Mm. But Caden Primo has been right. So I'd rather give him the I don't know how the money would work between the the taxi squad and actually right. switching Lindgren and and uh Primo. I don't think it'd be that much of a difference. I got I don't have the the contracts in front of me. But um <laughs> you don't? No, I don't. God damn it. <laughs> so <laughs> the uh, but uh but but the Rocket. They're the best team. They're, they're very close to the best team in the AHL. Um they're killing and they have a game going on right now actually. That I can look up real quick. Um, they're playing against the Stockton Heat and some drama before the game as one of the Stockton Heat players was breaking the Rockets' water bottles during what? warm-ups. You have to start following the AHL, Veronica, because th- this one guy was just swatting water bottles. Just animals. And, yeah, they are. They're just freaking animals. They really are. And it is 1-1 at the beginning of the third, Laval and Stockton. And Laval's just been wiping the floor with people yeah. left and right. Yeah. They're incredible. They are so good. Speaking of Laval, Jan Mishak got signed to his entry-level contract. Good for him, because he's been playing very well. Good old Jan Mishak. (laughs) Yep, Jan's been playing very well. Ryan Paling down there has been playing very well. I'm not a big Paling fan, but credit where it's due, he's playing very well. Up until he gets boarded. Um, Who else? And also, another Taxi Squad guy, Otto Leskinen is now in the taxi squad for the Habs. And we know him 
from last yes, year, his brief uh, stint, and he's a uh, he's a hitter. He's a he's a he's a he's the babyface killer. That guy, he will get you. Ah, th- speaking of killers on the blue line, terrible news out of Russia. Alexei oh, Malin. Oh God, yes. He is in the hospital in a bad <laughs> way. I forget the symptom. I think I can look it up in our. I think it was something to do with his liver. Yeah, uh, yeah. A reaction to some medication, and he was in serious, mm-hmm. uh, which is better than critical condition. He has toxic liver shock. Wow. Which is not great. And uh, all of our thoughts go out to Emily. Oh my God. Yes. I was just I was just thinking about him the other day too. I was thinking like. Oh my God! Could you imagine a line of Romanov and uh, and Emelin? Oh my God! <clears throat> it would be it would be so scary. So I have a real scary. soft spot for Emelin. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he so was, yeah, uh, he was a good and dude. It, it should also be noted that his camp also his camp later made a statement saying, "Don't talk about what you don't know about," and nothing has been confirmed or whatever. So, at the same time, it is Russia. It is Russia. So I'm just putting that out there. It is the KHL. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Speaking of rumors. Oh, I got so mad. Okay. What'd you get mad about? Let's talk about um, Carrie Price, his lower body. Can't wait. So I don't know what happened. I didn't see it happen. Oh, in the game last night? I watched it this afternoon. Uh, He in the, it was either in the first or second period. Uh, he got up pretty awkwardly. Uh, he was tangled up with a with an Edmonton player, and uh, he just went down weird. And he took a second or two to get up, and he but he played through it. And, yeah. Um, but it, the interesting thing about it today is that I think it was I think it was Ducharme that said today at the presser that uh, Carey, you know, they what 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 was the way that he put it <clears throat> that it wasn't a result of last night's game. But Carrie has been working through an injury the past few games, at least, apparently. Right. Uh, we recall a couple days ago where he left a right. practice early. Um, and, uh, yeah, so it's lower body something. Uh, my fear, because I always think about his knee that he had to work on. So there's that. Now, of course, if there's anybody that can jump back from an injury, it's Carey freaking Price, people. And if he gets more time to rest, good. Yeah. And that's it. I'm Done. hoping. <clears throat> but the reason that I got mad today is, first of all, Elliot Friedman. I have a bone to pick with Elliot Friedman. What the frick, Elliot, if you're listening? What the frick? So a couple of years ago, he started... Um, he he proliferated the rumor that Carey Price wanted out of Montreal. I don't know if you recall that, but he brought it up in his dirty thoughts. He brought it up on uh, intermission shows and that kind of stuff. And it's just all that kind of stuff that I, 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 as a fan, just find so completely unhelpful because it's all a rumor, like I said, until Mark Bergevin confirms it. So yes. it turned out not to be true. He turned out to sign the biggest contract of his, the biggest contract he could possibly sign uh, for the longest duration. But, and then, and then he has this thing that he does on Twitter where whenever he abbreviates Montreal instead of MTL, it's Mon. He does that with every team. 
And it's just one of the most irritating things that exists for me. Um, but when he did that today, he tweeted out because the Toronto media only care about what happens in Montreal when there's a dirty rumor, right? That's the only time they care about what's happening in Montreal. So there he, he tweeted out, oh, Carrie Price. And then he said, I hope it's not a severe, what word did he use? I hope uh, it's not a severe injury. Like, where are you using the word severe? You don't have to add that last sentence to your tweet, Mr. Friedman. Yeah. Sure. Because you know what you're doing to our market when you do that. Well, it's a, it's a funny thing because whenever there's any sort of trade bait coming up, throw in that go halves go uh, hashtag yeah. and they're yeah. going to get hits because Montreal fans are gullible fans. <laughs> we're going to eat up everything to talk about it. And my friend in England, Lucy, Lucy, my friend, my Twitter friend in England, Lucy, I think her Twitter handle is at Wubs Wubs or something like that. It's adorable. Wub-wub. Huge Lekonin fan. Ooh. She is not happy with Mr. Friedman either. Uh oh. Because he's the one that's been spreading the Lekonin trade bait rumors. And Mr. Uh, Sarah Valley. Chris Frank Sarah Valley. Greg, I like Greg. Him. Yeah. He's, uh, he's also the guy that has a. Uh, Lekkonen on the trade block. But he's actually local. I think Frank's based in Montreal. Oh, is he? I could be wrong. Nice. At least he goes here. <laughs> you don't even go here. You don't even go here. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> mm. So anyway, that's the bone that I had to pick with Elliot Friedman. Yeah, you better watch your back, Elliot. <laughs> <laughs> Montreal, Montreal, at least in the English media, I don't know so much about in, on the French side. Mm-mm. Um, has become a lot better. Oh yeah, has become a lot better at at that at not trying to um, goad us. Mm-hmm. So I agree. No, no, the, the media altogether has been really good, um, except for Toronto. I I hate everything that comes out of Toronto. Yeah, I do too. I I um when when the Leafs lose, I I feel happy. When when the Leafs fan base is suffering, I also oh, feel happy. It it's, just warms my heart. It, it's just it's like it's like a a bonfire in <laughs> in the beginning of fall, and you and, and I have a case of Labats, and I'm just punching them back. Did you so, see? Not not to talk too much about Toronto media, but the the Myrtle wrote a yeah. story. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, mm. give, now give, I get the joke. Give that another month, <laughs> Rana. Yeah, exactly. If he can't, and if they're can't, one for twenty-eight. Yeah, on the power play. On the power which play, which is crazy. That is that would bl- if I was a Maple Leaf fan, I would be throwing flaming bricks at Toronto to yeah. fix that because that's crazy. That's nuts. With it's Matthews, Tavares. Marner and they Sol- hate each other on that team. They they hate each other on that team. Yeah, that's why. Granted, they have been winning. They are without a doubt the best team record wise in the North. So uh they definitely got their ducks in a row in that regard. But man, Habs gotta get it together. Well, I mean, we're down Carrie. We're down um 
uh, Gallagher, we're down Armia. So it's a good thing that, you know, the, uh, I hate to even repeat the word because it's been just so overused, but the word depth yeah. that the GM uh, acquired in the off season. I mean, and also part of it was because of COVID, right? You never know what's going to happen with cases and everything. So that's um, just touch yeah. wood. Something that we haven't talked about is the situation in freaking Vancouver. Oh my God. The Canucks, half the team is just, they're done. They, they're positive cases. A lot of these kids though, bedridden with IVs. Hello. That I didn't know. Yeah. That Jesus is apparently Christ. verified information from Twitter. I forget the account that mentioned it. Um, I could have sworn it was a checkmark, though. One of the Vancouver media people were saying that these guys have had physicians come to their homes Jesus. to give them IVs. Well, the variant here is no fucking joke. Yes. the And people the are variant. being stupid. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's not only incredibly more contagious, it's also, you know, I know somebody personally in my personal life who recently contracted one of the variants and uh, as of a few days ago was symptom free, but um, it's, it's really terribly scary. And you know where I, you know where I'm, I'm staying in my house. Mm -hmm. I'm not going anywhere until I get my shot in May, June. Yeah. I go once a week for groceries and that's it Mm -hmm. because I'm not playing around. I haven't stayed at home since March 13th of 2020 just to catch one of these variants. Yeah. God damn it. (sighs) So anyway, touch wood, he's doing okay uh, for the time being, but yeah, it's like, yeah, it's, it's extremely contagious. And I'm, I I mean, I can't, he, he, he caught it from his father. Mm-hmm. And so that's the only reason he went and got tested because he didn't have symptoms. Right. So um, anyway, um, yeah, I did. I, and I don't know how, I don't know how this is happening. I guess it's the one time that you don't wash your hands for 30 seconds or the one time you never like, that's why I'm just not taking any chances. Well, you're talking about a bunch of kids with a bunch of money. And you're also talking about kids that have never dealt with something like this in their lives. We haven't dealt with anything like this in our lives. This is the craziest time period I think I've ever had to live through. Literally. Literally. It's it's so... It is so just outside of the norm. So you have a bunch of kids with a a bunch of cash. I'm Mm -hmm. sure somebody may be speculating... This is all yeah, speculation. I mean, all... Pro- somebody probably went out to dinner. Somebody <clears> hung <throat> out with somebody in a hotel room, right? And yeah. it just and it, it, it exploded it. out of that. And uh, I mean, these guys—they practice together. They they hang out with each other, and it's just that there it was. Um, so much. Re- I mean, we can talk about the takes, yeah. on this. And I'm thinking of one particular oh, TSN yeah, no, morning show host that has the <laughs> best takes. In all of sports, <laughs> stick to sports, Connor. Fuck again, again. The only thing I think is that maybe he thought he was being funny, but it's just like, dude, it's not funny. It's not funny. I can't say anything positive about him. So, I know you can't. So um, I can. The 
whatever. So <laughs> the uh, the Habs shut down for a week. Uh, the Canucks are shut down. Who knows until when? Some folks are saying that they just might can their season because half their roster tested positive. They can't was, do anything right now. I think today was the 17th player. Mm-hmm. 1-7. And it's not even players. It's staff, too. Yes. That are, in, that, uh, are also uh, tested positive. Uh, I mean, if they find a way to come back from that and he can, can, can ice a team... Awesome, but it's not looking good, and I'm really curious to see how the league would handle shutting down a team's season because that that's going to raise some questions about points. What right. would happen at that point? And it's all it's all the the crap that doesn't really matter because yeah, what's first and foremost is the yeah, team's the safety. Of these players, but it's it's something that <laughs> has to be discussed at some point for the uh, rest of the league. Um. Well, as I want to say, mm. um, if anybody can figure it out, it's Batman. Yeah. Right. But yeah, yeah it's it, it's going to come down to. Imagine saying that three years ago. I know. <laughs> well, the way they pulled off the playoffs in um, the bubble. That's the other thing. That right? might be an idea for this playoffs coming up that we might have another bubble and I'm sure players would be thrilled for that. Oh yeah. They'll be so happy to be away from their oh, families. Oh my God. Well, some, but not all. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's, it's such a, a heartbreaking situation in, in, in Vancouver. And I do hope, I hope that it ends up being okay. And that the kids end up being fine because that stuff is not fun, not great whatsoever. No. Mm -hmm. And it's gotten on a personal note too. Mm. Um, when I go to a store and I'm around other people, I get like heightened anxiety. Yeah. It's crazy. It's, it's, it's mm. like every time I do have to leave the house, like I've eaten everything in my cupboards, right? Like I, I only go to the grocery store when I absolutely have to drinking mm. water now, if I'm ever out of Coke zero, but yeah. like, <laughs> water but it is yeah there's a there's a heightened sense of anxiety and mm -hmm. um yeah anyway uh oh, i hope those kids turn out okay and every, everybody on that staff yeah. i haven't yeah. paid attention to anything besides the haves because so busy with work mm -hmm. but um yeah i had no idea jesus yeah it's uh it's uh definitely bad over there um it it blows my mind. We are we're over a year into this and people still don't get it. Masks, distance, get vaccinated, and then yeah. if you can, get your vaccine passport. Because yeah. that's apparently another fucking thing that conservatives want to bitch about. Jesus uh, Christ. Can, can we take a I mean, it probably would take too long. Why? Why? Vaccine passport. Yeah. Bam. That's me. If you want to go God. to whatever, Nigeria, you have to get your shots and you have to prove it. Yeah. And in New York, too, because it, it, it blows my mind, the whole vaccine situation in Canada, because the U.S. is is right now, pow, you know, they're knocking it out of the park. 40% yes. of the of U.S. population has had one shot. 40%? 
That's like 150 million people has had one shot while like 20% got both shots or whatever. But it's just, it's nuts. And all of this in the past 75 days. Yeah. Yeah. Who would have thought? At the beginning, Biden was all like, sorry, not have stuff right now. Uh, <laughs> Biden was like, we're going to do 100 million shots in 100 days. And we're about to hit 200 million in the first 100 days. Thank you, Joe. Appreciate thank you, Joe. it. And thank you for a real infrastructure week, too. <laughs> this, um, yeah. And, and blows that, my mind. That bill, I hope he passes it. He will. He's, oh, yeah. This one he doesn't need. It's They're hammering it. Just for yeah. You're going to get social programs. You're going <laughs> to like it. You know, just, it, it blows so, my mind. Anyways, I get uh, my shot in May, June, and then I'll be able to, I'll be, at it, by September or something like that, I'll be, or August or something like that. It takes like I'll two be, weeks uh, to get inoculated after the second shot, apparently. Right, depending on which one you get. Mm -hmm. um, I and think. then they're going to figure out if you need like a booster in six months or something like that, but uh, right. who knows? We'll see. Yeah. That'd be annoying. But um, so aside from that, the Habs are once again doing something I really like. Uh, and they're doing another esports tournament. NHL oh, 21. Right. Uh, play it. If you get first place, you get yourself um, a PS5 to win. And that's a, you know, a hot <gasps> money item. Apparently, poor people can't. Uh, when I say that, I mean, people that are not financially in the debt, but you just can't find one of these consoles no. anywhere. Max so, has been trying since December. Yeah, seriously. Uh, yeah, uh, a PS5 and 3500 bucks. Wow, amazing. And a jersey. And um, and a, a Habs game in a private suite next season. Wow, that's a lot. <laughs> that's a lot to play for. That's pretty cool. Good so I don't game with people mm -hmm. online. The only game that I like to play is Crash Bandicoot. And it's, it's a good just game. That's that. a classic. Classic. Love it. I could go into the history of Crash and what it did for <laughs> video games. Because without Crash, there'd be no Spyro. Without Spyro, exactly. there'd be no uh, uh, Revenant Shadowhunter, whatever, whatever the hell. Ratchet the and Clank. Ratchet and Clank. There you go. Thank you. Yes. Exactly. Those were the games that Max liked when he was little. Lots of, uh, there's a, the PlayStation had such great action adventure games like that. Spyro. But the so latest fun. Crash Bandicoot, the. The, the remasters. Oh my! No, 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 no! The new one. Okay. Blows my mind. Mm. It is so like so evolved from the first yeah. Crash Bandicoots that we used to play. A lot of a lot's changed in a <laughs> twenty-five years with games. <laughs> I have a, I have a headset over here for virtual reality that's off camera, and that thing. That oh, thing, awesome! That thing. I have a Star Wars game, right? You're sitting in yeah. the cockpit and you're looking around. It's like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I once uh. did that with, um, um, in my prior life, I worked at an advertising agency mm. and a guy came in and he brought one of those in and I wrote a roller coaster oh on it. God. And there's a video of me it's doing crazy. it. It's so funny. It's crazy. It's nuts how, how, how good it is. But, um, but yeah, so, uh, the Habs, they're, they're really going with the esports thing and, you know, hosting these tournaments. And that's so fun because I think it's really cool that they're embracing, uh, so how NHL does that 21. work? Um, I'm reading over the article right now. I'm just going to read it verbatim. Uh, qualification, yes. qualification games <laughs> begin on April 10th with the finals to be played on April 24th. Oh, the 10th, that's this weekend. Nice. Um, all games will be contested online uh, with those from the division semifinals through the finals streamed 
on Twitch. So we can actually watch the games on Twitch if we want to for free. And registration is free and open to all players in Canada and the United States. So if wow. you got what it takes at NHL 21, sign up. You got a chance. That's pretty That cool. was my next question. I was going to be like, they're playing hockey, right? Yep. Yep. NHL 21. Yeah. Okay. And I think uh, in last, hmm, I have to think about this for a second. Da, 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 da. I have to think. I have to think. So I believe that they have to play as the Habs. So it's going to be Habs versus Habs. It's, you know, you, you can just do that in the game, right? And, um, and yeah, they just play. Uh, there's another little blurb here. The first two winners, since this will be the third uh, iteration of this happening, the first two winners of the Canadiens esports tournaments were both Quebec natives. Uh, the inaugural tournament was in 2019, won by Michael Veens, the real Mivins on Twitch. And 2020 was won by Matthew Granier, Gren35 on Twitch. Good for those guys. Excellent gamers. Good job. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Good. I think I that's just all had the a question that I had. Oh. But now I've forgotten it. It's gone. Yeah, I was just going to say, I think that's all the, like, the, all the, the major Habs news. Yeah, price is down for a little bit. Gallagher's down. Uh, the Habs went, uh, let's see here. Uh, let's see. One, two, lose, three. Habs went three and one since we last recorded. That's good. Yes. But for God's sake, they can't get four wins in a row for some reason. It starts now. It starts now. I was Beat so Toronto. impressed by that win. I have to say again from that win last night. Because oh, everybody, just... you know how they are on Twitter. Oh, that's it. I'm going to go watch a bit of changing the channel, blah, blah, blah. And I'm it... just like, we're going to win. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and then it happened. Yeah. But like in those good. circumstances. Yep. Mm -hmm. No, like last night, if last night didn't turn out good, I would have been okay with what yeah. happened. Like because they played well. That game on Saturday blew my mind. But like I said at the beginning of the podcast, it's yeah. a team A and a team B, and team B showed up. That play that Dadanov scored when Petrie and Kotkaniemi left the slot and just left him wide open. I was like, <laughs> What happened? Oh, Petrie had a couple of brain farts last night, too. Oh. I was like, Petrie, what is you doing? Mete was very good last night. I was about to say, I was hoping that you were going to say that. I was impressed with him. Mm -hmm. And 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 um, Paul Byron, again. I was thinking of the other Speedy Gonzalez. And Paul Byron. Um, and so... Buttons. Monday the 12th. First of all, is my birthday. Yes, it is, ma'am. Yeah. I want a reverse retro Suzuki. Okay, that's no Anybody's problem. listening. Yep, we can do that. Um, but no, more importantly for everybody else <laughs> is the trade deadline. Yes, trade deadline next week. We have no idea what's going to happen. None. Nope. Taylor Hall could be a hab. Who knows? <laughs> I have no idea. I don't want to. I'll be him. fascinated to see. I would be, I just, who, I have no idea. I have no idea. None. 
but it had like, I mean, he's just, he's been very clear about the, um, the culture, the culture of this team, Mark mm-hmm. Bergevin. So if he brings in Taylor Hall, I'll trust him. Yeah. That probably won't happen though. It probably won't happen because that's a lot of money and uh, <laughs> that'd be a lot of moving around. But, you know, when it comes to uh, contracts and trading, if uh, if Gallagher gets put on the long-term injured reserve, that's some yeah. cash right there. And then you throw in someone like True. either Lekkonen or Byron, that's yeah. a bit more cash. Actually, yeah. maybe I can actually bring those up now. <laughs> that's why Mark Bridgman gets, gets the big bucks. But while you're bringing that up, mm-hmm. um, uh, Marc Dumont, Mark. who is a special correspondent for the Montreal Canadiens. I forget what his title is. Special um, correspondent. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he said last night, uh, I'm paraphrasing here, but about how Mark Bergevin has created the team that players do want to come to now. Cool. Yeah. I mean, Eric Stahl, poor guy hasn't won a game in oh two months. <laughs> you know, or however <laughs> long it was, because Buffalo... Yeah. Buffalo finally broke that losing streak. Good yes. for them, but wow. What's yeah. happening in Buffalo? <laughs> I have no idea. I it's I I will never understand. Just terrible. Yeah. Mm. How do you take a team full of first round draft picks and suck perennially? I mean, they took Edmonton's playbook, apparently. Yeah. Anyway. Too bad for Buffalo. Too bad. So sad. Glad so, for Eric Stahl. Let's see. Yeah, so glad. It's just it's it, it blow, we have Eric, we have a Stahl brother <laughs> on the Habs. It just it blows my mind. So and we got we got the superior one too. You know. Yes. <laughs> we got the best one of them all. <laughs> so yeah, let's see. If we're talking about Brandon Gallagher, Brandon Gallagher makes three point five. Oh, and then that jumps up to six point five next season too. Mm. So he gets paid as he should. Yep. Um, and he'll be our highest paid forward. Imagine that. Great. The next highest he's paid would it. be Josh Anderson, actually. Hmm. And he's around for seven years. How long is he around for? Yeah, he, he, I think um, I'm just looking at Cap Friendly and his contract goes yeah. on to 2026, 27. So he'll be around okay. for a while. Good. Because yes. Josh Good. Anderson also had quite a game. And just, he's 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 good. He's He's good. Mm-hmm. Power horse. Yep. Tyler it's Foley, so the team good. is so different than last year, man. It's like there's hope. There's hope. And then they, you know, botch it sometimes. <laughs> but what can you do? Well, you can't win them all. Well, you can against the senators. Has there. Toronto lost to the senators? Hmm. Has Toronto ever lost to Ottawa? Yeah, but they hate each other. That's true. <laughs> On the Leafs. Um, let's see what else is going on for all that stuff. Yeah, it's. I have no idea how any of that is going to work out for the trade deadline. Wow. No, I have no idea. But I, like I said, I'm fascinated to see. Mm-hmm. I don't think Bergevin sits on his hands. Do you remember the 21st night of September? September. <laughs> Do you remember? Um, I think it was 2013. When he got Vanek. Yes. And it was announced after 3 p.m. Eastern. That is one of my... I was really happy that they got Thomas Vanek. 
And yes. then he didn't do he shit in the playoffs. Yeah. <laughs> I think he was good for like, was, wasn't he good for one series or one mm-hmm. something? And then he started getting pouty because he didn't like the lines that he was playing. Anyway, something um, like that. So, yes, and I'll never forget, I think we've mentioned it before on the podcast, the TSN trade deadline panel on TV looked like they had just heard that somebody died when Bergevin pulled that off. There's a video of it somewhere on YouTube, but the looks on their faces, all of them were just like, what happened? That was the coveted piece of the trade of that deadline. Mm-hmm. That was the one that everybody was talking about, and the Montreal Canadiens got him. And then it—I'll never forget. It was hilarious. And then nothing happened. <laughs> nothing <laughs> happened. Uh, uh, that was back in the day when Lars Eller was centering Galchenyuk and Gallagher. <laughs> that was before Galchenyuk was rebuilt. Yeah, yeah, before he was rebuilt for the better. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> what a uh, stupid thing to say. Yeah, well, completely just bonkers. It's just okay. Blows my goddamn mind. It's okay. Who cares? I never, I never, I saw everybody saying, you know, how the Habs rebuild, blah, blah, blah. My column. And I'm like, what's going on? I didn't mine, know what this trend was. Mine was Thomas Vanek. Was it? <laughs> you can see how uh, the development system of the Montreal Canadiens rebuilt Thomas Vanek and makes them the best. <laughs> organization in the nhl my column <laughs> and cole caulfield and cole caulfield practiced today for the first time with yep. the laval rocket did not play a game with them because they're playing tonight for whatever reason i'm not entirely sure why but apparently his debut will be friday for laval awesome which is okay i might i awesome. might get that app then mm-hmm. it's um, half off now it's uh the subscription is like 20 bucks for the rest of the season. Okay. No blackouts, no ads. Hockey. Okay. Okay. Um, so. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Buttons. 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 Um, speaking of which, I was just thinking about how I'm going to get that. I'm going to have to probably get it on my iPad, Toronto Maple Leafs fans, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then throw it up onto uh, my Samsung, my mm-hmm. TV. Because I'm well, watching hockey on an iPad. It's it's just not. I'm not. It's not an app so much as it's a player on uh, just the website. Okay. So you you would play it off like Safari or something. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's kind of like YouTube, sort of. AHLTV.com, YouTube.com, and it just has the player right there. Every time I do this, my, my blue screen shows up. Oh, no. Yeah, well... Not- figure that out we gotta we gotta tinker we'll touch up everything with all that stuff but all of that to say is that i keep just because i've been working around the clock yeah i try to fit in my leisure time occasionally but so every time i get a chance to watch ted lasso i Mm. fall asleep and it's so good i love that show it is so good apple tv has a bunch of good t- uh, shows on it. Also, no more hockey because we're in the final five minutes now. Yeah. <laughs> so we've <laughs> talked about everything. Can't wait for Cole covered, yeah. to come. We've covered we everything. That covered we've everything. So Ted Lasso is a great show. To me, when I first watched Ted Lasso, I was like, 
This is what I imagine Veronica would be like if she coached a team. (laughs) And Ted Lasso's so funny. Uh, Just a quick synopsis of the show. Um, A coach in the United States uh, is a Division I uh, college football coach for, like, American football. And he wins a title in his rookie season. A Premier League soccer team in England sees that and hires him to be their soccer coach for you know English football as they call yes. it and it is so ridiculous the premise of it yeah that it would never happen in real life but there's actual points plot points in the show that explain why the club did that and it's it's just so funny because the um the main actor, the the titular character, Ted Lasso, is played by Jason Sudeikis. And yes. he is fantastic in this. He's really good. And um and yeah, it's just it's it's English football and it's you know just zany stuff. For me, it was so nice watching a TV show about soccer. I was like, oh, this is so cool, because I grew up with soccer and I never yeah. see any shows about it. So it was no. uh that was nice for me. And it's um, very English. Very English. <laughs> and it's very it's just it's just very funny and and silly and it's great. Just great. One season so far that. on Apple TV. Don't know when the second season's coming. No. And I think it won it won um some Emmys or some Golden Globes or something like that. That was before I knew what it was about. But I picked up this show literally n- knowing nothing about it. Mm-hmm. I knew it had to do with a coach, and then I was just like, wait a minute. He's going to go and coach soccer <laughs> in England. It's like I was expecting some kind of like a Friday night lights kind of nope, um, nope. American football show. So <laughs> that, yeah. So that was kind of cool, but yeah, the, the acting in it is, is really good. And um, yeah, just the way that he's, his whole philosophy is bring people along, bring people with you. And that is what, um, I just thought it was so lovely about it. Oh yeah. It's, it's very, as as I said, I'm still not done. It is so wholesome. And um, yes. Yeah. Jason Sudeikis, he won a golden globe playing that character. Right. And that's a best actor in a television series, musical or comedy. That's where he won it, which is, that's that's like so broad. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But yeah. Good for him. Good for him because for me, he's always just been that goofball from Saturday Night Live. Like I've never seen him play and any any other kind of character. So good on Saturday Night Live, though he is so <laughs> funny. Oh my god! The answer pulls- from "What's up with that? What's up with that?" Yeah. <laughs> we he's in. The- yes, so goofy. Oh my god, he's he's so good. I I love watching his uh, movies. As in that one, and what's that other movie that I? think he's in is it like i think maybe something with jennifer aniston i don't know what i'm thinking of was that horrible bosses uh no he wasn't in that that movie is so hilarious so raunchy too so i know she's so raunchy like she goes there damn (laughs) hello nurse okay (laughs) so funny what the heck? We're the Millers. That's the yes. movie, and that just and that's a Jennifer Aniston movie. <laughs> <laughs> no, the one the one scene where the kid is like outside the camper, and he's like, "You guys are having sex." <laughs> it's like I haven't seen that movie. I haven't I, seen it, admittedly. Oh, funny. Uh, it takes <laughs> it takes a bunch of very horrible people and brings them together 
to oh, act God. like a family. Like somebody's a drug dealer, another one's a stripper, <laughs> and the two kids like a cyber terrorist, and they all have to pretend to be a, a, like a family to avoid like FBI witness protection <laughs> or something like that. And it is so stupid and funny, and I just yeah. I love it to death. Love Sometimes it. I might, I'm really in the mood for a stupid movie. Oh, and you would laugh. <laughs> <laughs> You guys are having sex. <laughs> it's it's the the one the one gif that comes out of that the one gif that comes out of it is the one where it's a where the guy like take like pulls his shirt and it's like no regrets but it's no regrets with an A. Yes, the tattoo. The tattoo? That's where the Millers. Okay, okay. I somebody somebody that I know somebody that I follow on Twitter that's their header photo that tattoo and I'm like where did that come from? Now I know. Oh God. I learned a lot tonight. <laughs> so the guy's like, yeah, no regrets. Jason Sudeikis is like, yeah, not one letter. <laughs> oh, good. So great. Uh, mm. Apple TV has a few good shows. I like Ted Lasso, another one I watch. And we're, we're at, now we're out of time, but just really quick. For All Mankind, I really like that show because it's about space. It's about mm. the Apollo program. But it's... Uh, I think I, I feel like I mentioned it on the podcast before, but it's a, it's a story about the Apollo program and the space race from back in the day. If the Soviets beat us to the moon and it talks about the historical branch, if that had happened. Cool. It is cool. So like another instead of a, one on Apple TV really quickly. Oh yeah. Is called long way up. Yes. And it's Ewan McGregor and his friend, who, if I'm not mistaken, um, is recently recovered from some kind of long-term illness or something like mm. that. And they ride electric motorcycles all the way from the southern tip of Chile all the way up to Los Angeles. Hey, that's where you're And from. if you want to see how beautiful my country is, mm-hmm. you should watch that show. And also, just FYI, Apple TV, you get a one-year free prescription if you get the new iPhone subscription and subscription. And that's the only reason that I have it. Cause I've, I've got so many services. I, I'm, I wasn't going to get it. Yeah. That's uh, that's honestly the reason why I have it. <clears throat> and they've been extending it randomly. Like, Hey, we're going to add six months to your subscription. I'm like, fine, go for fine. it. I, I kind of like it. So that's a nice incentive. <clears throat> Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. So we're out of time. Okay. Bye. Goodbye. Bye. 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 B